The church has historically required people to be at a very high level of education and proven experience before they'll release them to lead and equip others or even be a central part of disciple making. And we're never going to see gospel movement of multiplication that way. It's not going to happen. Leadership development is actually just discipleship further up the slope, walking with people longer and deeper into the ways of Jesus and the kingdom of God. Making mature disciples who then lead others will include more experience and time and greater trust must be built in both directions, you and them, them and you. But it is basically discipleship just over the longer haul. And if you use this simple but proven process in everything you do with all the disciples in your life, well, it'll put you on a path of natural and reproducible leadership development. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Heath Hollinsby, the man. A very the British myth. name, you know. Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Liverpool. Oh, what man. What I've been told. You're a Liverpudlian. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> Liverpudlian. Have you, you've, you've been there. We've talked about I this. I love it's it. It's such a great city. I love it. I was just looking at a picture of me standing in front of the Cavern Club. Oh, wow. Yeah, just I just I don't know. I came across it yesterday, yeah. and I was like, "Man, that was so fun." We were there like at ten in the morning or something, you know, <laughs> ten or thirty in the morning. Everybody's got pints; they're all singing oh, yeah, they're "Yellow Submarine." <laughs> I mean, it's like they're going nuts, you know, twenty four seven. I swear, isn't that fun? For yeah. those of you who don't know, what we're talking about the Cavern Club. It's like the famous club in Liverpool that the Beatles played like yep. hundreds of gigs when they were just squeaky little yeah, kids starting out. Didn't even know what they were doing. Yeah, and they got so many pictures of all that. It's be- it's so fun. If you if you like the Beatles even a little. Yeah. Cavern Club. I've yeah. actually thought recently, like the Rosetta Stone, you know, where you can learn a language. One of the options is British English. So, like, if you well, see now, it, I don't know if you know this about Liverpool, though, is they, they speak a specific language. Yeah. It's called it's, Scouse. Yeah. It's very unique to that it's area. It's very yeah. unique. And yeah, you I hear was, somebody from Liverpool, you know right away. I like, was oh. told, like, you'll never even understand these people if you go to their pub. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I do. That, that's the magic <laughs> of it. And it's so cool. There's videos you can go and learn how to speak Scouse. Anyway, anyway, hey, last, le- last week, yep. we dropped a little teaser dun, 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 on people. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think we should, like, at least open the lid a little bit mm-hmm. on what we were talking about. Uh, upcoming cool thing. That yeah, you heard September last week's 20th episode. and 21st. Yeah. Right. Say it again. September. It's September twentieth, twenty first. We asked you to put it on your calendar. Just a, it's an a overnight Friday event. night, Saturday. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we've talked a lot on this show in the past about uh, how you and I do cigars and theology, and we we even did an episode called Discipleship Practices Outside the Box. Yep. Right. Which we kind of talked about how cigars and theology works. What we're going to do is we're actually inviting a small, limited number of people to the Northwest, September twentieth, twenty first. To come experience the cigars and theology with us. At my house. Yep, at Caesar's house. The way you and I do it normally, we're going to just roll that out. Yep, and then what we're going to do is we're going to, the next day, do some training on how we how we run through cigars and theology every month. Yeah, like lift the lid on, like, what am I doing? How do Why do we ask these questions? How do we set it up? How, what the questions are? And so, by the way, just so people know, this is this is kind of what we're envisioning. This is what you're going to experience. You, you, okay, you got to get on a plane. You got to fly out here. Yep. Okay, so but that you can do that, right? Easy. That's, that's okay. Use some miles. Ask some rich guy at your church that like flies everywhere, like loan you a couple miles, right? But you come come Friday afternoon, five o'clock. We're doing a happy hour. Yeah, little Team K happy hour. Okay, good drinks. Yeah, and and then we're gonna have dinner. Yep, Tina's gonna 
crush it. Trust and we me. talk about Tina's cooking all the time. Yeah, you're going yeah, to enjoy yeah, it. Yep, some favorites, and right. Then we'll do cigar and theology. Yep. And by the way, we'll have all the cigars. We'll have all the sticks. We'll have all yep. kinds of beverages. Now, if you're like, I want to see what this looks like, but I really don't smoke cigars. Right? You can come too. You know, you're just going to go home because I don't. Like I don't. Ashtray. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to yeah. smell it. Like, I don't. Half the time, I don't smoke one. But you know, yeah, yeah. So that's okay. But it's all included. Like all adult beverages yep. will be part of it, or you know, or sodas or whatever you want. The sticks will be there, right? Yep. The meals, the happy hour. Yep. Then the next morning, yep. Saturday morning, bit, we're going to do two or three hours of training. Yep. And, and and really like all around the edges, like how do you invite guys and like what kind of guys and how do you move guys through it and ready to get this? What do you do with knuckleheads that are in the group and you need all to that up? and exactly how do we formulate the questions we ask and all that and then kind of super bonus, you're going to leave with a year's worth of outlines for cigar and theology conversations. So yep. the topic, how we do the four questions and lead it with some notes of you know like hey be careful for this this is where yep. you're really trying to go so i mean it's the full like a year's guide to do it so we've gotten so many people <laughs> yep. have called written emailed constantly about like hey the cigar and theology thing i hear you talking about how do you do it it's like i refer them to that episode yep. that's episode number that's episode number 168 discipleship outside the box yep and that we like, so if you're like i don't even know what you're talking about then go listen to that episode now this ain't for everybody and we know that yep. okay and this ain't about trying to talk people into smoking cigars or, or drinking anything sure. or something. But we have found, and if you hear that episode, you'll get the whole story on it. We have found it is really effective men's ministry stuff. Yeah. And it's really a key discipleship tool in helping people become fluent in the gospel and yep. apply it all life and bring pals to. Yep. It's kind of a different type of men's ministry. But well, man, people that are like, oh, it's probably just like a Bible study with cigars. No, it's not a Bible study. Like no. even the way we describe theology is a very Completely different Completely different. Than, yep. so, so if you're into that, okay, uh, this... It's September twentieth and twenty first, and again, you're going to get that year's worth of, of like resources that you can actually go. The intent is once you leave here, you're, you're ready set to up go. to start this in your own area. Yeah, you're going to have a blast with it. So, um, by the way, uh, we'll we'll kind of remind you of some of that detail and how to find out about that and how to register at the end, and we'll tell you the cost of it and all yep. that at the end. Um, but you can check it out if you want to go to one two three lifeschool dot com forward slash cigars plural, right? 123lifeschool.com forward slash cigars. And check it out. Um, There is only a little bit of space. And yep. we'll, there again, we'll give you more of that technical detail at the end, but... Because we want to keep it intimate. Like, we want to keep it like we oh, would yeah. a normal... Oh, yeah, we want to hang theology. out. Exactly. We want it to be real. Yep. People experience what we experience and why it's so awesome. <laughs> We're going to have some good cigars, too. Some good drinks, good cigars. Yeah. It's going to be a great time. Anyway, let's let's move to our topic yeah. today, my Let's brother. screech on the brakes and move towards a... Something I've been thinking about quite a bit lately is that leadership development in the church, it seems to precede multiplication of communities on mission. Yeah, if you're not developing leaders, it's hard to multiply anything. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Pretty much any organization would operate that same way. Yep. But for most of my life, leadership development has been kind of a mysterious process, not really defined yeah. or definitely not immediately practical. Yeah. And our listeners have been asking questions lately about multiplication in their communities. Which is good news. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> right? Yeah, good, which is good. what we want. Yeah. But it's often coupled with this lack of understanding on how to develop people to the point of actually being able to lead and disciple others. So a, qu- a question that I have is, what help can we offer today that can get folks unstuck and maybe even actually give them a whole new way of seeing leadership development? Great question and observation, my brother. And I've seen that too. There's been a lot of chatter both in the Facebook group, but also emails we've gotten. And I think because we may have all been taught sort of a 
101, 201, 301, et cetera, sort of info-based learning and development, yep. we might sort of assume that that's how discipleship works. It doesn't. And therefore, <laughs> that's how leaders get developed, too. Well, it's not. It's like, you know, it's not just info download and now, boom, you're a leader. Sure. Leadership development is actually just discipleship further up the slope. You're walking with people longer and deeper into the ways of Jesus and the kingdom of God. And you're building trust in both directions and you're learning how to trust the spirit and all that. And um, and so I, I, I want I want people to understand that they can actually do this and they can help people learn some things and then try some more and then sort of suck forward, <laughs> as I've been coined saying. And you really can develop leaders. It's not that mystical. Yeah. Okay, so let's... I really enjoy the process that you've used for many years when developing leaders because I find it immediately usable and it makes a lot of sense. So let's actually work through breaking down Great. that process. Great. This is going to be super practical, okay? So regardless of what knowledge or skill or spiritual practice that you want to impart to your leaders or disciples or potential new leaders and then see them begin to master those things and then pass them on to others, you, you'll need a process, okay? Because otherwise, it doesn't just happen accidentally. You'll need a process that helps ensure the transfer and the reproduction that you're hoping for, both in the content or the task, but also the ethos and how the gospel speaks into it. So years ago, uh, a foreign missionary friend of mine, a guy named John Witte, I don't know if you're listening to John, thanks for this, he dropped sort of a well-proven method on me. It was called MAWL. Okay, it was an acronym, M-A-W-L. It stood for Model, Assist, Watch, and Leave. Oh, yeah. So mall sounds a little aggressive, right? <laughs> I know. Like, so let's break this down for Yeah, he was always like, yeah, well, you got to mall people. I'm like, uh, <laughs> sometimes it feels like I have. And I, don't, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I'm a little aggressive. But okay, so let's break it down. First one, M of mall, Model. People need to hear. They need to hear you. They need to see you. They need to experience you living out and modeling the things that you want them to learn. Not just head knowledge, right? They need to, it needs to be modeled to get to the point of reproducing it themselves and then mm. in others. And they'll also need a method to pass it on to the next generation. So Maul actually models this for them too. So if you're intentionally developing a leader and you're using this acronym of Maul, Model Assist Watch and Leave, I, I want to encourage you, like, let people know that's what you're doing because then even as you pass on specific things, you're also also giving them the process to do the same. Yeah, and I'm going to say, I would argue that to model properly can't be done in a one-hour service on Sunday mornings if that's the only way that you're doing it, right? Well, yeah, you're like, okay, so this is what it looks like to walk alongside a broken family where the husband's left and there's drug abuse and there's been some physical abuse. Yeah. And this is what it looks like to do that for like six months or a year and help them pay their bills. And you, you yeah, You're not going to get that on a... No, I'm sorry. You're just not going to get that sitting in the seat. So, you know? Would you say that there are maybe any challenges connected to this first step? Yeah, actually all the steps do. Good, Yeah, good insight. So with here's the challenge connected to modeling things. You'll need to be sure to make everything simple and reproducible. Hmm. explaining why you're doing what you're doing, okay? Don't miss this. Leaders will also have to have access to you in order to actually see you model this lifestyle. So it's one thing to model a task, hmm. but what if it's like, hey, parenting, like this, you know, this process is not reserved for formal teaching moments only. Leaders need to see you model all of life skills needed to be and make mature disciples. So if it's like parenting, well, 
have you ever taken anybody to like, hey, help me put the kids to bed? Or, you know, yeah. like I, I'm, I'm getting after the kids get the pajamas on, uh, we do a little like nighttime ritual where we kind of talk about the day and we make sure that everybody's forgiven and we thank Jesus for good things. Mm. And then I talk them to be like, come and do that with me tonight or, or whatever. Like, or you could do a class on like Christian parenting, you know, sure. <laughs> being a good Christian dad. It's way different. So people are going to have to have access to your life for this to happen and you'll have to break it down into simple and reproducible tasks we assume that like we do things like i don't know, I always do it that way why explain why yeah hey, i always stop here and ask my son this question and i ask it this way and then i always encourage him regardless right? or mm. whatever you have to really break that kind of stuff down so yeah we've been my- doing that a lot even in our own parenting i remember even last night we we're grilling hot dogs we had some neighbors over and that was a great opportunity to let my son that's an easy task right here's a grill this is how you get it hot watch out for this. This is how you put the hot dogs. You don't use the same, you know, so as you're actually walking them through that sort of discipleship. Love it. That's the M model, right? Let's look at the next step, assist. Okay, A, assist. So after your leaders have seen you do something for a while, now it's time for you to assist them or have them assist you as they begin to take some ownership and leadership in that area or in Mm. that thing or whatever. Additionally, they might continue on this trail of learning by assisting you over a long period of time if it's more complicated or there's a lot of nuance to it or whatever, right? Yeah. So so the A is for assist. Let them assist you or you assist them like, hey, let me show you how to do that now. Right. Yeah. Let me show you. Let me put your hand on that. Or we're gonna, you know, we're gonna team teach this. Like remember when we went through the you know the story of God? Hey, we're doing it again here in a couple months. I want you to do like every other story with me. Or I'll do the story and you do the dialogue or vice versa or whatever. Right. So. Yeah, it reminds me of um and I shared this probably a year and a half ago on the show, they were asking a head of a hamburger chain, very successful one, what do you what do you blame your success on is the hamburger chain? And he said, the CEO said, I, I determined very early on that I'm not going to teach people how to make hamburgers, but I'm going to teach people to teach people how to make hamburgers. It was mm. that multiplication of, you, you can't control everything. You're going to have to hand this off. There it's like go. the baton in the race, so right? Building leadership right into the process of teaching it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, if you do that with, like, you do that with quote unquote volunteers, yeah, so that they realize like your job will never be done, even if you want to leave this particular role or part of the family life or whatever, until you've equipped someone else to do it in yep. your place. It's like it's just built in, absolutely. So like you're only gonna have to train a handful of people in your life, and it's like I see people like begging people like, oh, we don't have any children's workers, or I need the nursery's empty. It's like then you didn't train those people very yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. What sort of challenges? Like, what would you watch out for with this? A, the assist step. Okay, good. Good question. Well, the challenge here is that skills take time to develop. So you got to be patient and you got to be super encouraging. So obviously, you know, for a lot of us, we're like, I could just do this myself better. I could just do it so much quicker. It's like, well, if you don't help them do things in the ways you hope to reproduce, well, they'll be left to wing it for themselves and they may lose the ethos or the essence of what Mm. it is you're hoping to transfer to them. So not just task, but the vibe, right? The whole ethos. So you're making another original disciple, not a second or third generation photocopy. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Okay. So we've got M for model, A for assist. As we're moving through mall, the next step mm-hmm. is going to be W for watch. Yep. Okay. So now the watch sort of step of this mauling people, <laughs> now you step back and you watch your apprentice do or lead the very things that they've seen you do and they've been assisted in, or they've been assisting you in learning and living out. And often at this point, you're letting this person lead you in this area or activity as well. Mm. 
And so I've even had times where like I'm teaching gospel fluency and I have a young leader and I'm pouring into it and I'm starting to back off and say, hey, you're taking, you know, like leadership in that. And then now they're challenging me and they're yeah. challenging my thoughts or words or whatever. And it's, that's beautiful and it's humble, but it's part of them learning to lead and go like, no, see, this is how it works in dad's family. Yeah. Right. So and and the challenge with this one is it can be hard not to interfere or let others do things that, you know, you could do better. Again. Sure. <laughs> Trust God here. We all learn best by doing followed by encouragement and then any kind of course correction. Like, hey, this is what you did so well. Sure. And you know what else? Like I found that when I do this and that, it also helps. Or like if you ask that that way, sometimes that unlocks a person's heart a little differently. You might try that, you know. Hmm. So be sure to give feedback to your leaders. Don't just leave them dangling. Like often that's that's not called you know, leadership development or, you know, um, delegating that's called abdication. Sure. (laughs) Right. So be sure to give feedback to your leaders, starting with the positive and then discuss areas you think they can improve in loop back and revisit them periodically. Like say, you know, they're doing it with others, like, like peek in, like check in, check in on another community, whatever, give them further encouragement or course correction to ensure that they're faithfully reproducing the things that you've taught them. Mm -hmm. So often we hear people like, well, our missional community multiplied. It's like, what did they multiply? I don't really know. I haven't seen them. Yeah. And it turns out all they're really doing is a weekly dinner, but now they're taking, you know, they're doing it once a month only. And now they're taking the summers off. It's like, whoa, whoa, you didn't reproduce the whole ethos and family life. Absolutely. The culture is not there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too, that, that I hear quite a bit and I, and I would say in my own life is uh, when I would be corrected and stuff, the leadership would often go like, well, that's not how I would do it. Like, well, of course not because we're different people. So I think like, like letting them lead out of their identity. And what you talk about a lot is the good news sandwich, right? Like (laughs) it's like, encourage correct in the middle and then encourage in the end like hey yeah most people you did can, really most great people at can this. eat that real, real well <laughs> yeah you did really good at this you know like maybe in the future consider this but ultimately i'm super encouraged on the track you're on and you're going to do great and so that let's keep going yeah exactly yeah it's easily and i don't absorbed. know of anything of value that usually is like no i saw you do that i got it and like don't trust that yeah absolutely you know, don't just that's not, not with anything important. Yeah. And like, if you listen to our episode last week on reparenting the culture, yep. this fits right into it. Absolutely. And this fits into just straight up parenting, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like teach your kids this way. I mean, think about how, how did you teach your kids to tie their shoe? Yeah. Model assist, watch. And then yeah. this last one. Yeah, we're going to get, a, this is a, probably the hardest step, right? Leaving. Uh, mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. <laughs> so yeah. eventually you'll need to leave these young leaders or, you know, not in age, but, you know, new leaders alone to lead in your community or send them off to multiply the very skills and aspects of this missionary lifestyle Hmm. that you've equipped them in. And if you've walked through the first three steps of modeling, assisting and, you know, and then watching them and giving good feedback, then this step is crucial to their maturity and the expansion of the kingdom. Hmm. Okay. It really is like you, you gotta do it. Think about it. If you raised your kids, like we always say, raise your kids to move out, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and that's not a mean thing or a weird thing, but your kids need to know like, no, I'm teaching you a lot of stuff and the ethos behind it and how the gospel connects to it. Cause yeah. you're going to be a dad someday, There's honey. There's gotta be some intentionality to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they know why and they're expecting it coming. Yeah. So when you're looking at the, the L, the leave aspect, what, um, what are the things that you would caution being careful of here in this one? Well, if you don't leave or send them to off to lead new things, lead new missional communities, take ownership, they will stay dependent on you just like when they were babies, hmm. just when they were young disciples, right? Yeah. We'll never get to kingdom movement and expansion and the mission will stay at the size and pace that we can handle alone 
if we don't do this. Yeah. So we're not looking for assistance, you yeah. know, but where we sit on our throne afterwards and now everybody just does tasks around us. We're looking for kingdom multiplication here. Yeah. God said he would fill the world with his glory. And Jesus said, and here's how you're going to do it. Go and make disciples of mine yep. in every nook and cranny, filling the world yeah. with, with my glory, my yeah. glory, with who I am, right? Exactly. And so this is so clutch. And I hope this helps demystify this a little bit for people, because if you'll, you'll just write this down, and of course, it'll be a part of the big three, you know, download the whole model, assist, watch, and leave thing. Yeah. But it's not that tough, right? I think everybody's got it locked in their head now. Start to think through this. Start to practice it with your own kids. Yeah. And and, and you see, too, with, I mean, I've in our, you've done it for certain in my life, but I think in our community, too, you start seeing people, we talk about the the invitation and the challenge when people will actually start wanting to step up, that's when you like can things over and, and trust them. And they'll usually push in a little bit more. Yeah. And that's a great opportunity yeah. to like, that's awesome. how you foster your leaders. Absolutely. And you know, and, and the church is historically required to people to be at such a high level of education and performance and experience before they'll, you know, will release and to lead and multiply. Hmm. Maul your people, <laughs> maul your people, and then release them to lead. Like, think mm-hmm. about where you were five years ago, two years ago, 20 years ago. I mean, I don't even like hearing sermons I preached 30 years ago. <laughs> Heresy, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, right. leadership development, like I said earlier, is actually just discipleship further up the slope, mm-hmm. you know, and walking and walking with people and being patient. Think about how much time Jesus spent with his disciples. And it was in all of life ways. Yeah. I mean, it was on beaches and boats. And, you know, we've talked about the discipleship environment of Jesus yeah. a few episodes back and all. You know, making mature disciples who lead others will include more experience and time and greater trust must be built. Um, it's it's really, it's this is a continuation of discipleship. So I, I hope this helps and I hope people will start to maul others and, you know, <laughs> model assist, watch, and then leave them be. Let them lead, you know? Yeah. So, and and I, I love that because that is the hardest thing is, you know, I've spent a lot of time in the institutional church and there's not an opportunity for people to grow up and lead unless you're church staff and the staff's exhausted or unless yeah. you're the best singer, right? Other than that, you're not... You know, like sometimes I, I feel like people... You know, like in leadership, the bar is it, like the, the threshold to leadership is so high. Oh, you know, yeah. like who gets to lead? Oh, well, seminary, this and that. Yeah. And they've been around. And you're tithing like crazy. And, you know, yeah. your kids are perfect. And all, you know, so the threshold's super high. But then the bar of what we call people to, yeah. it's not all of life discipleship. It's like, well, now that you've made it, you get to teach that 101 class. Yeah, or, exactly. or like you get to be an usher. Like yep. you're the lead usher someday. I can see it coming, buddy. You're gonna have the you're gonna have a special badge you. with the red star in the corner, yeah. you know. But so we set the threshold super high, but then the bar is really low. Yep. And I say flip that. Set the threshold low. Like people are leaning in, start to model things to yep. them. Let them know, hey, I'm modeling this. Watch what I'm doing, and talk about it afterwards. And then let them help. Let them help you, or you start helping them. Right. Set the threshold low and set the bar high. Because yeah. you know where this is going. All of life. Yep. This Absolutely. is going to lead to like the gospel informing all of life. Instead of instead of this high threshold with a low bar, like all yeah. you gotta do is show up and hand out flyers. It's like, oh my gosh, set the threshold low, set the bar high, yep. and, and man, this this is the best life you ever get to live. It's so Absolutely. awesome. All right, man, let's get to the big three for this week. The the three distilled takeaways that, if nothing else, we want you to leave with. Okay. And you get a printable PDF of this by going to one two three lifeschoolcom forward slash big three. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Caesar, what are the big three for this week? Okay, first one. Not everyone is a natural born leader, hmm. but everyone can lead in some aspect and help others learn too. So just like with our own natural children, 
all of life in a gospel-centered community must be taught to others and passed on for them to lead and then do the same. Hmm. And this is how we see multiplication and natural growth happening. People always complain that there's just not enough leaders. We have a leadership crisis. No, we have a leadership development crisis. You're not looking to make a photocopy of yourself like I said, right? You're, you're helping people learn from you and then trust the spirit to make this their own life. And they're going to be an original disciple of Jesus. Hmm. And then they're going to pass it on to others. Okay, yep. So it, it might not be in every way, but everybody can lead in some ways. Absolutely. And secondly, God has given you unique experiences and perspectives and gifts to be used to show others what he's like. So we're the body of Christ. We need each other. These things are often the same things that, that we're going to, do with others that we find easiest to do and model and teach others. Hmm. And and here's a bit of a cautionary thing. We often get our biggest dose of self-worth from those things. And so we want to hang on to them. Are you holding on to those things for yourself or are you passing them on to others so they too can glorify God through their lives and experiences and through their lives of service as well? Hmm. Our identity is secure in Christ and what we do does not equal who we are. Amen. So you can always be looking to work yourself out of a job, so to speak, by by developing others. Absolutely. All right, number three, man. Okay, number three uh, question here. This is where like the rubber hits the road. What areas of leadership and service are you performing right now, like in your church or missional community or whatever, that you need to start mauling others in? Hmm. Which of the four steps of model, assist, watch, and leave do you find the hardest to do? Like even as you're hearing this, like you go like, "Eh, I'm pretty good at that, but not so much this. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you as you sit down, like I'm going to say as soon as possible right now with paper and pen, and make a list of all the activities and responsibilities that you have within your missional community or church right now. And you may be modeling a lot of stuff to others, but who specifically do you need to invite in to assist you or you're going to help them and then move on through the other steps until they can own this for themselves? Yeah, that's a and, great question. And here's a bonus tip. Be sure, and I mentioned this earlier, be sure to explain mall to people. Right, the model is just watch leave to those in your community or church that you're developing, so they understand exactly why you're doing the things you're doing and the order you're doing them, and and why am I doing this with you, and then they'll already have that same model assist watch leave pattern and process to use going forward. Oh, so good. don't do it like Yoda Jesus, like sneaky man, you know. Yeah. And like, weren't you paying attention? And I was explaining it, and then you remember when you helped me? Like, no, yeah. let them know you're doing it. Absolutely, they're going to pay attention a whole lot differently, yep. and they're going to be honored by it too. So. All right, big three for this week. Again, the free printable, downloadable PDF by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash a big three. Okay, at the start of this program, we said there's a special event coming up September 20th and 21st. Cigar and Theology In the Northwest, yep. Yep, live. with Caesar and I. Yep. So you can mark your calendars. Hopefully you did that already. Yeah, we gave them two weeks to mark their calendars. Hopefully, they, <laughs> if you haven't yet, then yeah. So it's it's and and we just opened up registration for that. It's yep. thirty slots. You can go to one two three lifeschool dot com forward slash cigars. Yep, plural, right? Plural. Thirty slots only. And just to just to remind you what it is again, we're gonna we're gonna teach you. We're gonna experience cigars and theology together, a way that we do a lot of ministry with men, yep. teaching them discipleship, gospel fluency, basics, yep. wherever they're at. And you're gonna come on a Friday afternoon. Five o'clock, we're going to do a little happy hour. Yeah. It'll be a great one. And then we're going to have dinner together. Tina's going to crush that stuff. And then we're going to do cigar <laughs> and theology for two or three hours out of my, uh, in my house and porch, deck yeah. and a fireplace and all that stuff, right? And then Saturday, good sleeping in, we're going to come back to the house and we're going to teach you exactly how we do it and yep. why and kind of all the nuances and give you everything you need, including a year's worth of resources, yep. like a guide Topics. for that. Yep. Okay. So this is... Right now, for the 
it's $149 to come and do this, right? Yep. This is the early bird price, right? So uh, between now and August 1st, as long as you're reg- registered before August 1st, the cost is $149. Bucks. Yep. If you register after August 1st, the price jumps to 199 Yeah. So it's an extra 50 bucks. Yeah. Now, I think that's still a k- killing deal because think about it. You're getting all the food. You're getting drinks, drinks sticks, sticks, maybe some swag. Yeah, you know? we're going to do some cool swag, I think. You're gonna yeah. some, if you know what that is, if you don't, you have to Google swag. You know, some Coolio stuff, right? Cigar and then Pia. a year's worth of topics. So you can actually, like, when you leave here, you can go. And a day of hanging with Heath and I yeah. and Team K at the house. I mean, it's pretty In the rare. Northwest. So there's only 30 slots. Yeah. And you got, you know, early bird 149 up till August 1st. And then it's going to go to 199. It's going to go to 199 up until it's sold out or whatever. And so yeah. I hope I hope this just goes quick because I want to hang with people that want to do this. Yeah, right? and and again, we we really tried to orchestrate this in a way that if you actually work at a church, you know, Saturday afternoon you'll be free to go. You can get back on a flight and head home. Be there for Sunday morning. Yep, it's so, one night away from the fam. Yep, so it's a day. And we're going to also set up a Facebook group where it'll be only for those folks that have registered. So you can also get on there and say, hey, who wants to split a room or a rental car? Yep. and you can go. Room. I don't care whatever you want to do. You can get, there's plenty of cheap places around to crash for the one night. But be brothers. Organize that stuff. Like yep. get one big van and you know pile in and come on and share a room or whatever. It's a night, right? Yep. And then just you put a tent in my backyard if you want. <laughs> so anyway, it doesn't have to be expensive, but I uh, hope you'll go. Again, it's 123lifeschool.com forward slash cigars. And this is something new we're trying. We've never tried it. We just kind of want to open up our lives because so many people have asked. You yep. know who you are. I hope you'll come and join us for that. That'll be great. Join right? us in the next, in the, in the beautiful Northwest. Hopefully it'll be a beautiful night as well. Join us next week as we have a next episode of the Life School Podcast. Again, we release every Monday morning. Haven't missed one in over two years. We'll be back again (laughs) next Monday for you. Uh, Thanks for being with us today. For more information, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. (laughs) 